You are listening to the Final Score Podcast. Greg Swatek here with you. Appreciate you checking us out in these times of crisis. Um, My guest this week is Kevin Kentro, the Supervisor of Athletics and Extracurricular Activities for Frederick County Public Schools. Typically, I I like to have Kevin on at the end of the school year for his annual State of FCPS Athletics Address. But unfortunately, it's possible uh, due to this coronavirus pandemic that we might have already reached uh, the end of the school year. Uh, uh, it, it would be a sad event if that's the case. Uh, Kevin, uh, great to have you on. Thanks so much for doing this. Uh, first of all, how, how are you and your family holding up? Oh, uh, we're, we're doing okay. Um, you know, we're just trying to follow, you know, the guidelines that are set forth by our county, state, and, and country. And, you know, a lot of family time at home right now and a lot of um, phone conferences like you and I are having today. And so we're, we're getting by. Has, has the stir crazy kicked in yet? Um, not, not too much. No, again, you, um, set a t- some time, uh, uh, to, to get work done, but then also, you know, playing in the backyard when we can going for walks, you know, uh, things of that nature. So, um, and I think you and I had discussed earlier, we're waiting for our, our third child to arrive any day now. So that adds a uniqueness to all, everything. And by all means, that's far more important than this. So if something needs to happen, then, then feel free to pick up immediately <laughs> and, 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 and head to the hospital. But, um, we'll do, uh, yeah, there was some news that broke today, Kevin. Uh, Governor Larry Hogan has said that Maryland schools won't open until April 24th now at the earliest. Uh, so what does that do for spring sports uh, here in Frederick County? Um, right now, we're, we're, just, we're treating it as we have been. So interscholastic athletics are suspended right now. Um, you know, I don't know what the future holds. Um, I know that as long as, um, you know, students aren't going to schools to attend classes that interscholastic athletics will be on hold at that time uh do you do you foresee a decision coming on this uh within the next week or so you know honestly greg i'm not sure i know um a lot of decisions are being made and and things are changing as you as you and i both see you know by the by the hour sometimes by the day so um um that could be happening but right now we're just kind of in, in a waiting period to see um what's going on and I know the MPSSA had put out that memo um, regarding, hey, if we were to go back um, on um, March 30th, you know, there would be a week of practices before competition would resume. So, um, again, I know me, myself and my counterparts across the state will, you know, be having follow-up discussions. But, again, it's just kind of um, a waiting time right now. And, obviously, the health and safety of our students and our student-athletes is top priority. When a decision has to be made, who will make the who will be involved in making that decision, and how will that decision go about being made when when it when it comes time for it? You know, honestly, I'm not 100 percent sure. Obviously, the MPSSAA is our governing body of athletics, and some people don't know, but the MPSSAA is a branch of the Maryland State Department of Education. We're one of the few um, athletic associations in the country that is tied to our State Department of Education. So I'm sure there'll be communication between MSD and MPSSAA regarding interscholastic athletics. Yeah, uh, hypothetical situation here. Say, let's say schools are ready to open um, at the end of April. Let's say that April 24th date holds and and, and schools are ready to open shortly thereafter. Um, What sort of sports season might be able to take place after that point? Uh, Do you have an idea of that yet? Yeah, I mean, if... You know, schools were to reopen and um, spring sports were still a possibility. Most likely there would be a week of practice that would um, take place before any competitions 
would begin. Um, as you know, at the beginning of each sports season, um, from the first day to the first play date, 20 calendar days must elapse. That's actually in Comar. And so, again, and I do want to um, reinforce that you know, no decision has been made at this time, but if um, you know, school were to go be back in session for students and, and if interscholastic athletics was still a possibility, um, my guess would be that there would be um, a, you know, a week practice time before competitions could begin. Uh, a, a couple things here. Number one, would you be willing to push the season beyond – Memorial Day, the Memorial Day weekend is typically when the state sports season wraps up. Would you be willing to go into June with this? I, I don't know that. Again, that would be a decision um, that I would probably be involved with, be involved with, but would be more of an MPSSAA decision. Typically, spring sports in the state of Maryland are done by Memorial Day weekend. That's usually the state championship weekend. So again, um, a possibility, but absolutely, you know, no guarantee. At this time, there's there's just there's just a lot of questions, and um, you know those are being worked on right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I do realize, Kevin, that I'm asking you a bunch of questions that are impossible to, to answer right now. Um, an option that could be on the table for you would you consider going to like a playoff only uh, format where there's no real regular season to speak of? It's open playoffs in, 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 in Maryland sports anyway, where every team makes the playoffs. Could you just foresee a, a scenario where you just begin the playoffs on, on the path to crowning a state champion? Yeah, I think that's something that could be a, a possibility. Again, you know, all of us in this business of, of education, you know, we're in it for our students and our student athletes. So if there is a chance, an opportunity to allow our student athletes, you know, to have, um, you know, a modified spring season and being and enable them to enter postseason competition. I think that would definitely be, you know, looked at if, if it's feasible, you know, because you're talking about 24 school systems across the state and, you know, logistically there's, you know, could be some issues there. Um, but again, you know, it's just, it's, it's a waiting game right now, which I know is, is very, very difficult for our student athletes um, and our coaches being a former student athlete, you know, I, 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 I feel for them. Um, I went for a, uh, a run yesterday evening around our neighborhood and just, it, you know, I kind of took notice of all the, the kids. And this is elementary school up through high school. They're shooting hoops, you know, in their driveway, playing catch in their front yards, kicking a soccer ball around. And I know all of them miss sports, whether it be youth and rec, you know, or high school. Um, I know that if I were back in my TJ days, 1997 at TJ high school playing baseball and this happened, I know I'd be crushed. So the one thing, you know, I think everyone, myself, our athletic directors, our principals, the MPSSA, everyone knows that this is a, a very difficult times because sports are a big part of, um, you know, the high school culture and the high school careers of our student athletes. And I know they, they miss their sports. They miss their teammates. They miss their, you know, amazing coaches that we have. And so, um, again, if there was a possibility, I think that um, we would do what we what we could. Uh, along those lines, Kevin, just what, what do you think is being lost in the country by not having sports? What, what, are, what are the big things that, that, are, that we're really missing? I think some people just think of, you know, just, you know, hey, competition, wins and losses. But it's, I think, the camaraderie between teammates, you know, the, the fun bus rides, the um the post game you know um 
celebrations, the post-game dinners, the the pre-game, night before pasta parties, you know, the, the fun practices, um, just being outside as the weather's turning nice. I think those are some of the things that just, you know, it's it's a difficult time. Um, our student athletes, you know, this is when, when that bell rings at the end of the day, that's something they look forward to is going out on that, you know, in the stadium field, that baseball field, the tennis courts on the track and just competing. So I think that that's what's, you know, people just miss that. People miss being with their teammates and being with their friends. Yeah. The other thing that's really hanging in limbo right now, Kevin, as you know, are the state basketball semifinals. Mm -hmm. We have three Frederick County teams involved, the Middletown girls, the Frederick girls and the Oakdale boys. Um, Can you update us on the status of uh, the state basketball semifinals? Yes, we had a conference call with all 24 supervisors of athletics um, just before it was announced um, um, the first time that, you know, schools would would be out for a few weeks. And again, everything is just kind of put on hold at this time. So again, no guarantee that the state basketball tournament will happen. No guarantee that it will not. But again, um, if there's a way of making it happen and it's able to work throughout the state, I think it's something that is still in consideration of, of being played. Okay, so, so there is a chance that it still might be played at some point down the line. Correct, at this time, yes. Okay. I, I'm just curious, how has your job changed uh, through all of this? I mean, what, what's a typical day like for you now? Uh, the one thing that's different is, is um, my wife has said, man, it's, it's weird seeing you, you home this many evenings. Uh, is she ready to kick you out of the house yet? Or well, I'm sorry, what was that? Is she ready to kick you out of the house yet? Or? <laughs> not, not yet, not yet. But okay, um, good. I think my job's just been different because everything's on hold, you know? So the scheduling piece, working with our officials, working with our athletic directors, attending athletic events. Um, we actually were supposed to have a, an athletic director's meeting today and so obviously um, we're not having this at this time we have a a cmc athletic directors meeting scheduled for monday for scheduling for um next school year and and we're postponing that and so it's a lot of um you know a lot of phone calls a lot of conference calls like you and i are doing right now and again i I really want to give a lot of credit during all of this time to our our school-based leaders our central office leaders and our athletic directors and our coaches, um, our athletic directors, the communication that they've, you know, they've sent out to their, their coaches and their communities have been outstanding. Our coaches, again, I'll, I'll always argue are, are the best in the state. Although they want to be out there coaching, they also um, understand the situation that, that we're in. Because some things we've had to work with um, is, is trying to, you know, discourage you know, our students, our student athletes, our kids from, you know, gathering in groups and wanting to just go out and kind of do unofficial practices. And so we've put out, you know, um, a couple emails and a a few memos just to say, hey, remember for for your own safety, um, we know everyone's missing their sport, but, you know, we really don't want to, you know, have you guys in groups, you know, practicing, you know, informally because of, of, you know, what's going on right now with COVID-19. Have you been working remotely exclusively, Kevin, or have you, have you been able to go into the office a little bit? No, um, I've been working a hundred percent remotely. Um, you know, I got to give a lot of uh, credit to, um, Frederick County public schools and how they've handled everything. Um, a lot, a lot of telework and, you know, basically said, Hey, you know, your health, um, 
is, is, is a top priority, just as our student students and student athletes health are top priority. So we really want you to, to work from home. And, um, you know, I've been able to do that. And again, just a lot of phone calls, a lot of emails, a lot of conference calls. So we're still getting a lot of work done, you know, each and every day. We're just not doing it from the office. Yeah, I mean, as this pandemic sort of gained steam and it became a real serious situation uh, around the world, just what was going through your head as you had to make the very difficult decisions or you were involved in the very difficult decisions to, to cancel or to postpone spring sports? I mean, it must have been a surreal time for you uh, to some degree. Yeah, it really was. I think it first started to um, like fully, fully hit me. Um, I teach at Mount St. Mary's and I was um, driving up to um, to campus and, you know, heard on the on the radio when um, the NCAA tournament had you know, first gone to no spectators. And then after that, you saw the, the ripple effect across college and across professional sports. And it, you know, it's, it's tough, but it does, you know, it, it's helped put things into perspective a little bit. Um, again, you know, sports have been part of my life from, you know, five years old, you know, until now. And I still love and value and, um, you know, it, it's a top priority for me, but the, the top priority is really health and safety. And so it, I think it's helped put some things into perspective for folks, and including myself. And so that's why, um, you know, I've, tr- I've tried to be patient and our athletic directors and the coaches, again, really want to give them a ton of credit for their patience during all this because they know this is new. This is unprecedented. And, you know, they're understanding that, you know, they're going to have to wait for some decisions or some decisions may change. And that's kind of, you know, what I've learned through all this is, um, you know, be patient. We're going to do what's best for our students and our student athletes. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, we're both huge sports fans. I mean, could you ever imagine a time where there's no NCAA tournament? And there's just no sports period. I mean, who could have foreseen this ever coming? <laughs> no, it's um, I don't think anyone really did and um you know it's new and i know there's a lot of questions for you know our students our student athletes i know our two boys at home i'm I'm sure that you know it's it's different you know why are we not leaving the house as much why is mommy and daddy you know home more often so but we're all in this together that is the common phrase that i have heard throughout everything is that we're all in this together and i think that has held true throughout our parents our coaches, our students, our student athletes, our principals, our central office administration, supervisors of athletics, the state, really the country, we're all in this together and we will get through it. And sports will be played again at some point. Yeah. I mean, what, what are your day-to-day conversations like with your athletic directors, with your student athletes and stuff? Can, can you share a couple of good stories that you've heard or a couple of good anecdotes uh, that, that you have? I mean, really, I've just, you know, I've thanked our athletic directors and our coaches for for their patient and for their support and just letting them know that, you know, things are changing, you know, daily. And um, I know it's difficult because, you know, I'm getting questions. I know that they're getting questions from all of their student athletes and all of their parents and all in, in their respective communities. And so, you know, it's just... It's a little bit of a waiting game. Well, it is a waiting game, and everyone has been very good of, about working together and waiting for for guidance from from the state and from our you know federal government. 
I mean, you were once a uh, high school athlete, Kevin. Uh, you have to feel for the seniors uh, too that 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 are having their spring sports season shortened at the very least and maybe canceled altogether. Just ha- how do you feel about the, the the senior athletes? I feel for them greatly. Again, I think I think about my. Um, I can still remember my last game at. At TJ High School, losing to Liberty in the regional baseball championship, driving home with tears in my eyes. However, I got to play a full season, you know, so some of our senior student athletes, they've not played at all and they may not get to play at all. I can't imagine being in, in that situation. So um, definitely feel for our all of our student athletes and particularly our senior student athletes who um, you know, this is the last year for them in, in high school. And again, I look at my experiences throughout my life and my time at TJ High School as a student athlete um, playing. And then at my time at Urbana High School as a baseball coach coaching were some of the best periods of my life. And I, 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 I couldn't imagine not getting to do that. So we definitely feel for, for them. Yeah, I mean the lack of the lack of closure would be a, a tough thing to deal with uh, if it comes to that. So, um, do you feel this is the biggest challenge our country, uh, if if not the world, has ever faced before? Um, yeah, I mean it has to be up there. Again, you you can never argue health and safety, and um, you know health and safety, or you know what we're, um, it, you know, is the nation's top priority right now. We've never faced anything like this. And so I think it's just new to everyone. I mean, when you drive and you see, you know, restaurants closed, business, you know, businesses closed, and it's just, there's a different feel to it. Um, I, you know, I have my, um, you know, my mom lives in a senior um, living community. And um, the only way that I can get, my sister and I can go visit her right now is if she needs groceries. So, um, you know, that's, that's tough. Um, however, you know, I am, you know, it's, it's, I'm confident in that we will get through this and we'll all get through it together. And, um, we're, we're all in this together and everyone has been super supportive. I mean, the amount of positive things that I have seen and creative ideas of, um, you know, promoting, um, positivity on, on, on Twitter has been unbelievable, different fun ideas that people are posting, that's what's really that's what's really neat. So sometimes these difficult times bring out, um, you know, the good in people, and we're starting to see a lot of that. Yeah, I was I was going to ask you, what do you think the world will look like in a, in a better way after we come out on the, on the, on the other side of this? I think people will just be more grateful for what they have. You know, that um, we all worked through this and got through it together, and then maybe some of the things that were taken for granted in the past, you know folks won't take for granted anymore you know just like the the ability to pick up a baseball bat and and go to practice you know so maybe someone who would get upset about you know um you know playing time or you know something like that will say you know what hey at least I got to be part of a team and so I think you know that's that's one thing you know that I'm seeing right now putting myself and, you know, thinking about if I were a student athlete or I were, were a coach and I wasn't getting able to do that, I wasn't able to do this, um, man, you know, maybe I would do things a little bit differently. Yep. And what do you think, what do you think sports will look like when, when they do eventually come back? Um, I know here in FCPS in, in, you know, throughout the state, I think you'll see what you've always seen, maybe just a, a little bit more of 
you know, a couple more smiles on the face when we're first out there. But you'll see great coaches coaching, great student athletes competing. Um, I think you'll see more, um, you know, better sportsmanship maybe even in this in the stands throughout throughout our country, professionally, collegiately, and at the high school level. That people are glad that sports are back. I mean, the one thing sports are great about bringing communities together in times of crisis. And I think that when we get and through we, this we and sports right resume, yeah. it'll be such a great moment. I mean, can you imagine those first, you know, games back, whether it be, you know, at high school or, college or high school or professional, you know, that first major league baseball game that will occur. That'll be a special moment, kind of, you know, moment of, hey, you know, we got through this and we got through it together. Right. Would, would FCPS, would they consider holding empty stadium events or is the fan experience and and the revenue generated from them so integral to the, the the high school sport itself that you'll need to have fans at these events? Or could you could you conceivably have empty stadium events? Oh, well, we would uh, just we would take us- guidance from, you know, from the state on, on that. Um, the health and safety of our students and student athletes would always be our top priority. So if needed. Um, in, in, you know, we were going to play athletic competitions and, the, um, you know, there posed potential safety concerns that I think that events, you know, could potentially take place without spectators in them. So, so you would, you would consider having events without spectators if, if, if the guidelines still called for it? Correct. Again, I would, um, ask for, you know, um, directions and guidance from, from my supervisors and, and from the state. But I think, you know, we would always err on the side of safety and err on the side of, you know, getting our student athletes the ability to compete. Yes. Yep. Yeah, it's just a crazy time, Kevin. It is. And, uh, and, and, and things are changing so fast. We don't know what tomorrow is going to look like. So um, so I wish you and your family well. Uh, congratulations on your upcoming uh, edition. I, I know these are anxious times in more ways and exciting times. Yes. Uh, uh, in, in more ways than one uh, for you. So congratulations on that. And just, just uh, real quick, real quick before we go, t- the, the year to date through fall and, and uh, winter sports, since we might not get to do a more formal uh, year in FCPS uh, podcast here, just how do you feel it's gone so far uh, through FC, uh, through the fall and winter seasons? I think it's I think it's great. I'm just again another year. I always look forward to the chance when I get to come on on your podcast at the end of the year and just talk about FCPS athletics. And I actually used our conversation um, during our two, our fall preseason coaches meeting and our winter preseason coaches meeting. And and how I started off the meeting was, you know, when I talked to Mr. Swatek and he asks why FCPS athletics is so successful year in and year out. So that was kind of the theme of the, the meeting. And I just talked about it's because of the sport that we have, you know, the best coaches, best athletic directors, support at the school and central office level, and the support the support received from our communities, whether it be parents, folks attending athletic events, and our youth and rec programs who help feed our student-athletes. But in general, our fall season was tremendous. Again, you look at how well we were represented in all sports at the state level, and we continued that into the winter season. With, yeah, you know, three football, three football state finalists. Yeah, again, that's that was tremendous. You know, three out of the four games featured in FCPS school. So very, very um, proud of of you know what we do year in and year out. I think that's something that um, I think people do realize it, but sometimes you know it, it's it's FCPS is competitive year in and year out at the state level, 
in pretty much every sport. And again, one thing we offer every sport in which the MPSSA has a state championship in, and that's one of the, my favorite parts of my job is being able to go to those state tournaments and watch our coaches coach and watch our student athletes compete. Yeah, Kevin. Well, uh, well. Again, I wish you well. Uh, uh, congratulations on on your the upcoming addition to your family, and and hopefully we can talk soon about some sports. So lo- looking forward to when that day comes again. Me too. And Greg, we appreciate all that you and the Frederick News Post does with the coverage of high school sports. Um, um, you know, it, it is. It's um, we value what you and your staff um, do, and uh, we thank you for that. And you know, one thing I just want to end with is again thanking. Um, you know, everyone thanking our coaches, thanking our student athletes, thanking our communities, you know, for their patience and support d- during these times. Yep. And thanks to your wife, Jen, too, who who graciously gave up her phone for about 25 minutes <laughs> we, to allow us to we, do this we'll as, do. As, 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 we, as we overcame these social distancing podcasting yes. that we're doing now. So, so uh, take care, Kevin. I uh, hope to talk, hope to talk again soon about some sports. All right. So. Thanks again, Greg. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Bye bye. And uh, appreciate everyone for listening uh, to this episode of the Final Score. And we hope to be back uh, next week with another episode. We'll plan to do these as much as we possibly can. So, I'm Greg Swatek, and uh, we'll be back next week with another episode of the Final Score podcast. Thanks, everyone.